1: Wewe ni Ajab sana na wewe ni Murembu sana, Swahili. Wankucheela Ayan, Somalian. Oriatia Ogambachi Murembu, Ugandan. I'm a badass bitch, English. I'm telling you in four f***ing different languages how fabulous and badass bitch.
0: Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business, but mine. Today, we are embarking on a new housewives franchise. That's right, talking about the series premiere of Real Housewives with du- of Dubai. Uh, join with me, the incredible Troy McKeehu. Hi,
1: McKeehu.
0: the host of hi and podcast.
1: Hello, hi. How are hi. you, Kara?
0: yeah not not good so we're gonna have to issue a disclaimer right off the bat uh neither of us are feeling well yeah. uh and so there might be a time or two where you just hear dead air and just be sure that that's not we're not gone we're coughing
1: so yeah yeah <laughs> just know that i'm like doing a nasty rotted cough on you that i don't want to subject you to yeah
0: but you know what we're we're show show business women. Women in show business. And uh, you guys, I'm so sick. Like, I can't even think. <laughs> so let's get into this series. So what were your, like, initial reactions to the announcement of Dubai, specifically?
1: <clears throat> um, I was a little annoyed by it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was annoyed because I knew, like, what it would bring. I was like, oh, here we go. Like, I was just not ready for the conversation. I wasn't, <laughs> like, prepared for that yep and you know, and also just like opening up the floodgates to all of Middle America about yep. what happens in Dubai, like I just wasn't ready for that right,
0: right. um, how are you feeling about like housewives, like the state of the housewives right now? Are you a little bit burnt out? Are you still excited? Are you watching
1: Beverly Hills? Um, I definitely am not going to say that I get, like, super excited. I feel like I'm in autopilot with the Housewives at this point. And, mm-hmm. like, I'll never stop. Um, I I still watch all of them. And I com- constantly liken them to their better days. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I watch, I'm always going to be a Bravo girl. Like, no matter what I say, I'm full of shit, you know? <laughs> at our core, we're liars. Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: are you caught up with Beverly Hills? Yes. Okay. Just very quickly, where are you on, like, the crystal of it all? Because I'm fully Team Crystal. And I'm feeling like she's shouting into the void and these bitches just aren't understanding what she's saying.
1: I think that Crystal is just too advanced emotionally. And, like language wise for these women like it's gonna take all of them years of work to be able to even like fully have a conversation with her and like comprehend what she's saying because they're not capable like she's her third eye is open sorry big time i i love that like she
0: said that this is not a safe space or that these women like she doesn't feel good around the women and dorit's response to that was like what the fuck are you talking about crystal i
1: know (laughs) i know (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm sure that made her feel really good. Um, I'm also, like, you know, dare I say, a little bit disappointed in Garcelle. Her turning so quickly on Crystal, I'm just feeling, like, dizzy. Like, I don't know where that came from.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's the thing about... The thing about Beverly Hills that's frustrating is, like, because the women have no true loyalty to each other, like, there are no stakes. Like it doesn't matter to me really who doesn't get along in this group. Whereas like before, like the reason that like the, like, for example, like the Lisa and Kyle stuff, like there were stakes in that relationship. Right. Right. That felt really, really intense. And like, that's what drew you to it. I don't really care if like, I don't care if anybody in this group doesn't like anybody. It it just feels really interchangeable in a way.
0: You're right. Yeah, like, there, there really are no stakes. Like, yeah, I, I'm, there's no, like, core relationship that I really care about. I feel like they're trying to make it with, like, the Fox Force 5 or whatever, but, like, I mm-hmm. don't a single one of them.
1: Yeah, and, like, Garcelle and, um, and what's her name? Sutton? Crystal? And Sutton. Garcelle and Sutton is so new, you know, it's like they just seem like they are ba- like battle, like they're trauma bonding more so than like all <laughs> friendship. They're just friends because the, they're in such a rotted group of women. Like, I don't know. Beverly Hills is like on its best day at this point. I still don't think it's very good.
0: Yeah. I, I really
1: don't. Jersey was great though this year. Oh my God. Do you think that was your favorite season
0: or franchise of this year? Jersey? For sure, I was very invested in Jersey, yeah, yeah what's your like what's your favorite housewives
1: franchise God, you know it used to be I used to be a hardcore I was like New York and Atlanta, like those were the two, those were yeah. the ones. Now I think I'm like a full Potomac girl, like I really think that i'm like I used to just have my toe in Potomac and now I'm fully on the deep end. <laughs> One thing about Candace Stiller bassett is that she's
0: extremely funny. She's (laughs) so wrong and so loud and wrong, but she's so fucking funny. I think about her saying, like, I invited her into my home. I gave her a beverage with regard to Ashley all the time. It's such a funny thing. I know. (laughs) I know. I really love her. (laughs) um, Let's get into Dubai. Um, So I think, like, immediately first off, it's very glossy. The cinematography, it was giving more selling sunset than OG Housewives for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's just, like, a lot of, like, uh, you know, long runway walks into restaurants (laughs) music and stuff like that. And I'm, like, not mad at it. It just felt... It it had a different feel to it, you know? Stomping my heels,
1: lipstick on, let's go to (laughs) dinner. I was like, okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, It was giving very much, very <laughs> much selling Sunset for sure. Like, do sure. Demon's open okay. their own car door. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's going on?
0: Um, I also like that we were introduced to the ladies in all a very different way. Like we got full chirons about like where they're from, their status, mm-hmm. what they do for a living, so the first woman we meet is Sarah Almadani who's Emirati she's from the United Arab Emirates she's a divorced mom of one and a tech entrepreneur her tagline is a woman should be two things who and what she wants what do you think about that tagline
1: um there were better taglines for me yeah 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 Let's, that well, one was a little bit a little a uh, little too nuanced for a tagline i'm like mm, i had to think a little too much for that one <laughs>
0: right
1: (laughs) um our next lady is chanel ayan they keep calling
0: her ayan um i want to call her chanel but we'll see um our first view of her is her skipping in a mall with chanel bags on her arms shoeless (laughs) and she's like she's from kenya she's married and apparently she's dubai's first black supermodel her tagline is they don't hate me because I'm beautiful. They hate me because they're basic.
1: Yeah, again, we can, we can do <laughs> a little better. I liked her, though. I
0: really thought she she shined. She's understanding that she's on a television show yeah. without being too messy. It's a really fine line to be, like, showing out for TV and not being, like, obvious.
1: Absolutely. Like... She's giving the people a show and, yeah, like you said, not being too obnoxious about it. Yes, I like her. Love her.
0: Um, Then we're introduced to, one, Caroline Stanberry, former lady of London. They're describing her as a British married mom of three, an entrepreneur, and aspiring hotelier. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um,
0: You watch Ladies of London, right? Religiously. Okay, so this has to be like a monumental moment, right? Because she's probably the first person who has jumped from a non-Housewives show to Housewives, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to talk about Caroline Stanberry, okay? She's also probably one of the wealthiest people on Bravo. Mm -hmm. And I'm obsessed with that. Like, she's got old money in the way that like, sonia morgan could never yeah old english royalty well pedigreed money like she makes lisa vanderpump look like fucking honey boo boo comparatively like the lady wealthy she married wealthy she continues to marry wealthy and for that we have to stand
1: i love it yeah caroline is a real like caroline is one of those people that ends up being, like, a grounding force no matter what show she's on. Mm -hmm. She is the show. She... And, like, she has a real, like, awareness of her power, of her magnitude, of her beauty, of her wealth. And she just kind of, like, comfortably stands in it. Like, I don't know. I just think that Caroline is one of the greatest reality stars we've ever seen. Because she was just so bred for it. And, you know, she's so natural on TV. And she naturally takes a leadership role no matter what. Like, she's, of course, I was like, of course she's narrating this show. Like, of course she's the Greek chorus. Like, it took no time for her to step right into the front as the lead of the show.
0: Yeah, she speaks softly and carries a big
1: stick, for sure. Yeah. I love that. She's got, like,
0: big dick energy, definitely.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, Her tagline is, in the city of gold, nothing shines brighter than me.
1: I mean, it's. I like it. (laughs) i like that
0: Uh, i I do too then we have nina ali she is a lebanese american married mom of three i think she was born in lebanon raised mostly in austin uh she's described as a mommy influencer and ceo and her tagline is if you think money can't buy you happiness you clearly haven't been to dubai
1: i like that too
0: (laughs) i like her energy i really do yeah. Um, then we have Caroline Brooks. She is American. She's a divorced mom of one. <laughs> Her description was entrepreneur, splash, splash, nope, slash spa enthusiast. Which, like, what does that mean, baby? What does that mean? A like candle lover. <laughs> drop, drop the candle line, Caroline. We all know it's going to happen, you know? I know oh god her tagline is the desert is ruthless but nothing is more savage than me which i thought was clunky like you're gonna start with ruthless you don't end on savage right
1: yeah like you get one of those words yeah you don't get two words no
0: it it, i thought it was real clunky uh our final lady is lisa milan who was a real standout for me i also liked her um she's jamaican american she's a married mother of three and a maternity fashion designer and her tagline is the only thing you can take from me are notes i I mean iconic iconic i thought she was so funny she was a real standout for me this episode um So our first real scene is with Chanel Ayan. She's in the desert doing this gorgeous photo shoot. She's got this gold headpiece on. And uh, then we also get her talking head, which I feel like not since, and this is a deep cut, um, blood, sweat, and heels. There was a lady uh, who did her talking heads on a chaise lounge mm-hmm. and nobody's been able to do it since then. So when we see Chanel and we get to see like the full gown, cause we usually, we only get our housewives interviews from the waist up. I was like, yes, I'm giving They're They're having production, like fluff out the bottom of her dress. So we can get the full moment of that orange, beautiful gown she was wearing. And I'm like, okay, this is giving so extra. And I'm, I'm actually, I love it.
1: Yeah, the talking head was, like, such... All of the talking heads were such a high point for me because I just... I really like the touches that this production team put on the show to, like, differentiate the show from the other franchises. And it's, like, what... You know, their talking heads in comparison to those green screens that they're doing on the other cities, I mean, it makes them look tragic, truly. Cheap. Poor. Poor.
0: (laughs) Poor. Poor. And tacky. Um, So we... There's really not much there. Like, she speaks four different languages. She tells us right off the bat, like, in four different ways. I'm a badass bitch. Like, Dorit Kemsley found shaking. The only, you know, multi-language person on Bravo. Watch your back, sis. Um, Right. And she and her son are, like, really close. They're basically like the Gilmore Girls of Dubai... She has no problem, like, exchanging his education for their quality time and says, you know, he might know, not know what 10 times 10 is, but he will have memories of me hanging out. So, you know what? God bless. God bless.
1: Yeah, I, I always appreciate a fellow mother's boy, um, <laughs> future mother's boy. Uh, I was, it was, like, looking into my past. I really, really, like, I thought they were really sweet.
0: Really, really sweet. They seem to have, like, a really nice rapport with each other. I will say that, like, something about the housewives is that even though they might be horrible people, and I'm not saying that Chanel is, more often than not, they're, like, very good mothers, and that's such an odd dichotomy.
1: I know, and I've said this before. Like, I think there are certain housewives that I would not be as endeared to if it weren't for their kids. Yeah, Giselle. Giselle, like... (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God, Giselle has amazing, dynamic, funny, smart kids. And, like, I just want to watch her kids interact with her. You know what I mean? Like, definitely yeah. makes me like her more. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that sentiment. Um, so, after that, we see Caroline Stanberry in bed. Just, like, classic
0: rich woman. She's got some, like, chunk of hair that she's calling a dog. And it's like, the dog just peed in the bed. Sergio, Sergio, the dog just peed Just peed in the bed uh, Not at one point does she try to like Get up uh, <laughs> Separate herself from the dog pee That just peed in the bed um, She seemed pretty comfortable
1: Just repeatedly announcing that the dog peed in the bed But doing nothing about it um, Like the most she did was like Bevel her foot And like right? point to it with her foot
0: <laughs> Right <laughs> um, So she moved to Dubai like Six or seven years ago um, with her husband. Do you remember her husband and how hot he was? Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: Like, Mauricio found out. De- He's so hot. <laughs> de- He's so hot. You guys, look, go back, go back and look. I mean, they're not together anymore, but whew, good one. Um, So they broke up, like, by the time they're filming, like, a year and a half like, prior. But now she's engaged, well, married really, to some guy named Sergio. Uh, He's 27. She's 45. She's like, fully admits that she met him in the depths of her midlife crisis. And also is like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. (laughs) Who cares? Um, So she also asks this man that she's already married to how to pronounce his last name. Could you
1: imagine? (laughs) I I know. And like the confidence to do that on camera. how embarrassing and i honestly i tweeted about that and she responded lol so i love that oh my gosh, from her bed bedly
0: truly tweeted from my bed um don't mind the dog pee uh so (laughs) i'm also pretty curious to see how or if they would talk about like how conservative dubai is Mm -hmm. and our first example of that is when she says you know because she's jewish I think she said Sergio's Catholic. They're not the same religion. And also she's divorced legally. They couldn't get married in Dubai. So they had to jet off to Mauritius to legally get married. Um, so they were going to have, or they are planning to have like a big celebration with all the family and friends, like a month out. Uh, but then she says, you know, like I really didn't feel the need to get married I just felt like I'm more doing it for Sergio because he's so young and hot that he wanted to prove to the world that he wasn't just her boy toy. Yeah, I heard that he's, like, quite wealthy in his own regard, so I don't know why that would be
1: important to him, but okay. I know, and it's like, who cares? Like, it's so funny the way that people will show that they're threatened by somebody's relationship. Yeah. Like, the different ways that it sort of shows itself. It's like, even if he was, like, a boy toy, who gives a shit? It's Dubai. Like, if women can do that, I mean, who cares? You know, like, who? I, I Absolutely agree. Um,
0: I will say that, like, this did. I never had a, a desire to go to Dubai, and watching this episode, I still didn't. If anything, I had less of a desire. <laughs> it It'll, just seemed very like new money to me, and like thirsty in a way that like I don't care about.
1: Right, like. It's a, it feels like a place where like, if you are, if you have wealth, you are flaunting it in the most insecure, obnoxious, sort of like gross way, like very tactful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Not for me. Um, Then we meet Lisa who, her scene was kind of boring. We didn't really get a whole lot from her other than like, uh, we see her kids and her husband. She met her husband down in Miami at Club Live 10 years ago. They're living a blessed life. Uh, She's got three sons. For some reason, they all have three different accents. One sounds Jamaican. Iconic
1: iconic children. (laughs) Iconic children.
0: (laughs) One's Jamaican, one's American, and the other one's British. Um, I don't know how that happens, but I love to see it. I was
1: so smitten.
0: (laughs) They're really cute. And her husband's cute. The whole family is, like, super cute. Um, The one thing that I will say, I found interesting, is that she said that Dubai is really safe for Black boys, and that was, like, her main motivation for staying there. Mm -hmm. Which, I haven't really heard Dubai being a safe haven for anybody. So, for it to be for Black guys, Black boys, is genuinely shocking to hear.
1: Yeah, I know. I think that will be one of the things that I like, didn't really take into account that I am really excited about with this franchise is, like, just to learn all of those little nuancey weird things, like, yeah. in the way that you learn stuff about Salt Lake, you know? Yeah. But that yeah. feels, like, more so that's like, closer to home, so a lot of it isn't, like, as shocking. But I do like that they sprinkle in, like, these little, you know, interesting, like, facts about just, like, their lifestyle and stuff. Like, it's cool. It is cool. And I like it. Like, I mean,
0: we, I, I feel like at some point they're not, there's not going to be a point where they get into like how Dubai treats, you know, those in the LGBT community, but yeah. at least we're getting something. I, uh, uh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, uh, so then we meet Caroline B. Caroline Brooks. She is, in a full Christian Dior outfit by the pool with her son. And I love a housewife who talks about how, you know, I got a divorce from my husband. I left everything. I didn't get anything out of the divorce. And I'm just a woman out here trying to make it. But here you are in a head to toe Christian Dior. Yeah. Her housekeeper's asking you um, what you want. She's got a full uniform on uh she's like talking about how they have two homes and the home that we're seeing is actually her weekend home and how if people think that the homes in Dubai are small it's because the cost of living is incredibly expensive so are you like you're not poor so what's happening here (laughs) like what you had to pick a story and sell it. Like, I'm not believing that you like really started from the ground up when you're like sitting in the daytime in marabou slides. Like I just <laughs> didn't make sense to me, you know? <sighs> okay, girl. Um
1: there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
0: It's like, you know, I'm from Boston, you know, for me to be a girl from Boston and to be a divorced woman and to uh, start a business, I should be in the Guinness book of world records.
1: What? What? <laughs> for what? For what?
0: <laughs> Getting a job?
1: Uh, what would be your talent, girl? Like what is the, uh, what record did you break? <laughs>
0: Let us know, girl. I'm, I'm waiting. You can DM me. Um <laughs> Then she makes her son take a selfie with her and then asks him if he can promise to never get married and never leave her and she'll take care of him. So, again, very um, Bates Motel, mm-hmm. um, creepy, odd. Um, <laughs> a mother's going. Be- <laughs> She's going to make a psychologist very happy in about 10 years.
1: Um, <laughs> That's like I'm not kidding. That's the kind of shit that my mom used to say to me when I was younger because I was like raised by a single mom and I didn't know it was weird and I'd be like, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure, <laughs> for sure. Like I'll marry you." Mm-hmm. So creepy. I love that. Um,
0: so then we see Lisa and Chanel Ion meet up for lunch, and they're talking like they're friends through modeling or whatever fashion world and they were planning on going to the Hermes store and Caroline's like, or, yeah, excuse me, uh, Lisa's like, I can't actually go because I'm going to be going to Caroline's, uh, hen party. And she's like, you know, it's really important. Cause you know, you only get married once or, or twice, I guess. <laughs> um, <so Yeah. laughs> Then we get their interview opinions on Caroline and Sergio's relationship. Lisa is like, I'm playing the fifth. I'm not going to be saying anything, but Chanel just lets the chopper spray. And is like, you know what? They're fake. They're phony. I just feel like they're showing off on Instagram. There's a lot of sexual energies, coming kind of those pictures. And I feel like it's a collaboration. I'm like, whoa,
1: yeah,
0: let's hear more about that. Chanel. Let's, let's talk about
1: that. Um, I don't think she's wrong. (laughs) Definitely. And I love the the use of the term collaboration. Right. (laughs) I love that. That's
0: a real deep cut of shade. Um, So Chanel says that she's actually only met Caroline on a couple of occasions, but like they did not get along at all. She felt like their energies didn't match. Caroline didn't even try to talk to her. She thinks that's weird because they have a lot of friends in common. So like, why would you pick me to be rude? too um yeah so i there were a lot of mentions about caroline and how she's basically hot or cold you have to catch her at a good moment she's either like super super bitchy or yeah. she'll be like being nice to you and it's anyone's guess as to when that's going to happen so um you know classic caroline class of Sanbury.
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, so nothing's changed. Like it's so funny listening to I mean, on this show it's obviously nowhere near as bad, but like on Ladies of London, like those women were so creepily obsessed with her. hmm And like would, you know, revolve the show around her. Do you remember that like restaurant tour? Oh yeah. Every week would be like, We're on the street. It's a like Caroline Stanbury is out shoe shopping. And like she <laughs> always knew, like <laughs>
0: she and her husband made that like sheet like upscale hot dog place in the middle of London. Like girl. Yes.
1: We <laughs> yes. oh. are on the street about Caroline Stanbury. She was always so like Harriet the spy about her, but no, it's like she truly like commands the presence of the cast. It's like wild. Extreme main character energy without a <laughs> yeah. trying. Yes.
0: Um, Jul- Julie Angus have you done a deep dive on her and like her friendship with Lindsay Lohan and why she knows all these celebrities? No, I have not. I, I need to know. I really need to know what's, what that all is about. But anyway, um, so Caroline B calls Lisa while she's at lunch with Chanel and she's like, Oh, what are you going to wear to Caroline Sanberry's party? And then she's like, Oh wait, um, I actually heard that uh chanel wasn't invited doesn't that suck oh everybody else is gonna be going that's really dramatic blah 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 uh she's on speakerphone while chanel's hearing all of this and it's like first of all get off the phone secondly (laughs) uh i don't want to talk about this shit so finally they get she gets off the phone and we find out that chanel also doesn't like caroline b and says like hey i don't fuck with her if I don't like somebody, I can be petty as fuck. And we can play teats for toot, okay? I can do that. I'm just like, <laughs> baby, not the word, not the term. <laughs> it's like toot, toot toots for toot. toot. Toot for toot. Toot for toot. We <laughs> can play toot for toot. I'm sorry, <laughs> God, This is iconic. was so good. Oh, my gosh. Um, Sergio and Caroline have their hen party on the yacht. I... Oof. This is going to sound like maybe anti-feminist of me but earlier Caroline was talking about how Sergio was going to be at the hen party the bachelorette party and how like oh he does everything with me he's going to be there uh, whatever like i don't like couples who hang out with each other too much you know what i mean oh yes it's it's a little it's giving um alex and simon um yeah. i just i i don't abide by that i don't like it I um,
1: think it's, like, you should be, like, you have to have an understanding of, like, the energy of, like, a situ- like a party like that. And, like, you're throwing the energy off for everybody by yeah. having him there. Like, right. it, everybody feels weird about it. So, like, why would you do it? Why do it? Um, do you think Sergio's hot? Because I don't. <laughs> Not really, no. I mean, like, it's, like my standards are at the core of the earth like so you know it's like yes. what I, i'd fuck him for sure it would take me like a sip of a Heineken to be like okay yeah uh, um uh, but uh, no i was like not feeling it like not for her it's not
0: giving not and he's super tan like who is that guy who's really tan the old guy george hamilton is that his name <laughs> why are he so dark it doesn't make sense uh, <laughs> But, you know, happy congratulations to the happy couple. Um, So then we find out that at this party that Lisa has an issue with Chanel and she reads her down in this interview. Okay, so apparently Lisa and Chanel had a friendship at some point or they've known each other for a couple of years. But a month ago, Chanel just stopped talking to Lisa and. Lisa comes home in this interview. She's like, you know, I've known Chanel for about two years, and you know, she'll generally enter a room. The garment will come in first, and the feathers are already flying around in your mouth. And then her wig trails in long after her, three inches back back in her forehead, like yeah. baby.
1: Wow. Uh, what? Okay. I, I know I live. I live. <laughs> and I live for this, like, there's so many different because this is such like a multicultural <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. there's so many different kinds of reeds coming right so many different styles of reeds like it's very fun
0: it's yeah it's like the benetton of reeds like every color every shade every <laughs> color, all things. <laughs> and i love it i'm happy yeah. this is the equality that i'm looking for everybody can be equally shady and rude nope. to everybody nope. um then she says that her relationship with Chanel is like sometimes good, sometimes bad. When it's good, it's because Chanel's being quiet. And it, when it's bad, it's because Chanel's out there squealing about something. So yeah. <laughs> everybody's like partying and drinking on the boat, blah blah blah. I don't know. Boring, boring, but there was like some information from Nina about the alcohol in Dubai and how you access it. And she says that you can't go to the store and get alcohol. Like they you can get a drink at a restaurant or whatever but you can't really get it there's like this party this Hindu is like stocked with alcohol so again just how does she get it how does she get it on the boat i like caroline Stanberry, like the rules don't apply to her you know
1: i know she just (sighs) orders everything and like again i feel like she's been doing that nothing's changed like Even before Postmates, because Ladies of London was, like, so long ago. Like, Mm even before DoorDash and Postmates and anything. Like, wasn't, like, her business was, like, basically hand-delivering gifts. But, like, she would just order shit from her phone all the time. And I remember thinking that that was, like, wild.
0: Such an interesting uh, concept. And I also remember her office had, like, the first, like cutesy hipster led light sign that i'd ever seen yeah iconic like we don't know that she had that shit years before it became popular (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah, where you had to like find a company to actually like make it for you because you could just get it at like target right
0: (laughs) (laughs) right um so yeah okay so then we meet nina and sarah we're off the boat at this point Nina and Sarah are going off with their kids to go to some 50 foot high, something called the frame to walk on it. It's like one of those things where it has like a glass bottom. So it's scary if you walk past it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, not much from this, except for I thought it was truly amazing that Sarah went on her first scene on a housewife show with not a stitch of makeup, not one. I know. I actually thought it was incredibly refreshing.
1: Yeah, it was really cool.
0: And she's so
1: beautiful. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um,
0: so, what? Ha- I mean, honestly, what happened? Oh, I mean, she she's, like, really from Dubai. I mean, not, like, really, really, but she seems to have lived in Dubai the longest. Mm-hmm. And she gives us a lot of information about, like, the old Dubai and the new Dubai and um, how she, as an Islamic woman, a Muslim woman, who it, she's, like, kind of riding the fence. She's divorced. That's not super accepted in Dubai. Um she also like doesn't cover up and says that's like a cultural decision that Islamic women make. It's not like a requisite or uh, requirement. Um, she also had a tattoo on her ankle, which I thought, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen that in a while. I love a lady with an ankle tattoo. It's kind of like uh, you know, like women have like diet coke energy. Like, <laughs> and that's like a very specific personality there's also like ankle tattoo you know yeah,
1: yeah. especially if it's like a rose if you have a rose on your oh. ankle you are a specific kind of gal uh, very very <laughs> we don't need to do it um so the thing that
0: we get out of this scene is that nina's going to be planning a dinner party for the girls a full moon situation uh She seems to think this is going to be very peaceful. Spoiler alert, not, 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 not. Uh, So we get to the dinner party. The first thing we see is Nina holding up a crystal to the moon and saging the the dinner table. Again, did not work, did not work. Uh, (laughs) Lisa, everybody again in an interview, she's like, because the girls are coming. The theme was supposed to be everybody was supposed to wear pastel. She's the only one who showed up in pastel. And she's like, you know, Nina, who was the host, looked like she was going to a discotheque. Lisa was in a full wedding gown. Sarah looked like she was going to an Elvis concert. I was the only person who understood the assignment. And honestly, I regret it. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. it. Uh, Chanel Ayan arrives in a full gold gown. Unbelievable! I mean, she looked incredible, but like it was so extra, so Dynasty.
1: Yes, very and, Dynasty.
0: <laughs> uh, she and Caroline Sandbury get into it before she even sits down, because she, I guess she called her Sandbury instead of Caroline, and Caroline's like, "No, that's not my name. Don't call me Sandbury." Um. Then they all sit down. <laughs> Somebody gives Chanel a compliment. She's like, I know I did look great. You know, before I left the house, I looked in the mirror and thought, Wow, I am stunning. And all the girls <laughs> just look at her like, Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I guess Can I also just say the 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 name exchange was like yeah. such a great, like just quick little slap in the face. And the way that they hugged was like the most rickety okay. robotic, like mm-hmm. Like arms, arms patting the back, and yeah. I, I love when she goes. That's she goes. Please call me by my name, and she goes. Ah, oh, same thing, Johnny' <laughs> I don't give a shit, girl. Anyway, what? I
0: love. It. Um. So finally, she she sits down. Everybody's talking. Caroline mentions her stripper name, which is the name of your first pet and your mother's maiden name. What is your stripper name?
1: So. My mom, I have my mom's last name, so literally my stripper name would be Lucy McKitty, which is like so <laughs> dark. Like that is so. But I always grew up hearing that your street, it was it's supposed to be your pet's first name, your pet's first name, and the street, and the street you grew up <laughs> on. So yeah, that's what I thought too. The, it actually would be Lucy Morewood. Can we talk? Oh, can we talk? That's sensual. Lucy Morewood. What is yours? was lucy a
0: cat or a dog a cat oh i love that
1: yeah. um uh,
0: mine would be if we went with the mother's maiden name it would be madeline warren uh if we <laughs> went through the first street that i grew up in it would be well i grew up on a street called circle drive west so it would be madeline circle drive west <laughs> so, <laughs> I we, well, that's i don't know
1: <laughs> That's an iconic drag name, actually. Right? <laughs> like, I actually really, I love the, the idea of your last name, like your surname and drag being like a very formal street. Right. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, um,
0: so, okay. So then the girls were talking about Caroline's hen party. Basically, all of them had been invited except for Chanel and Sarah. So they're all talking about it, like, oh, what a great time it was. Chanel's like, boring, I don't want to talk about this, I wasn't here, like, whatever, you guys, can we move on and talk about something that I'm a part of?
1: Everyone's like, uh, no. (laughs) I know, that was, the fact that the whole table collectively said, mm, -mm." Um, the party was really fun, like, it was amazing for us all to be at the party.
0: (laughs) I loved it, I loved it. Um, so Caroline's, like, telling Chanel, you know, you weren't invited, which, like, she didn't need to tell her. Um, Nina's like, I just want to cleanse the energy real quick. Di- again, didn't work. Um, Caroline says, you can't cleanse the energy. I can't bear this woman. Okay? <laughs> 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 <That can't work. laughs> so, so Chanel's like, oh, you can't bear me? But you don't know anything about me. And Caroline's like, I don't want to know anything about you. So there you go. Um okay. <laughs> Sarah's like trying to mitigate the situation She's like you know I wasn't invited either It's okay I understand I feel like Caroline probably just wanted to bring her closest friends there And Chanel's like Yeah well fine I just don't want to talk about something that I wasn't a part of Which like I get
1: but it's, I. Don't. It's just a weird statement to make Yeah like it's one thing to try and turn the conversation so that you can be a part of it, but to be like, um, ding ding ding. Um, I'm not able to make this about me, so I'd like to move on. No, I'd like to move on. It's like it's, it's such an odd
0: <laughs> thing. It's so odd. It's so funny. And God bless her for it, honestly.
1: I know. Seriously.
0: So then we find out really why Chanel is mad. It's because Caroline Brooks called her. So she calls her out and's like, Caroline, you called me at seven o'clock in the morning one day, telling me about Caroline Stanberry and her party and how Caroline's only inviting the most important people. And Caroline's like, but I was just joking. You know, and I just don't want anybody to feel bad over it. But like it was just a
1: joke. But like, was it? Was it, <laughs> it was, but it was a fabulous party. <laughs> it's so mean. It's so mean.
0: So Chanel says in an interview that she feels like Caroline Brooks is super messy. She basically just wants to pick at her. And Lisa, in her own interview, agrees that Caroline Brooks is really messy. That's, like, the truth. So Caroline calls Chanel a liar for the conversation that they had. And Chanel's like, Caroline, you're jealous. And Caroline's like, "Uh, of you? Of you? And you look like a scarecrow?
1: (laughs) She's like, of you in that driveway. But, like, honestly, for – I listen, my mom and I make fun of this all the time. Like, it's so funny when somebody – like, she truly was carrying on with that hair. She was taking it and throwing it and tossing it and twirling it and truly carrying on. And it's like, girl, Mm -hmm. if you're going to carry on that much with a hair system, it better be a good one. That was not a A good good (laughs) wig. Sorry.
0: It it wasn't great. It seemed like it could have used a little bit more got to be glue. Ah! Um yeah, I was nervous that at any point it would just fall off.
1: But Right. Like you were truly tossing that wig as if it is in any way attached to your skull. It doesn't seem to be.
0: <laughs> it's the confidence for me, you know.
1: Right. <laughs>
0: uh so what do you think? Do you think the Caroline Brooks told her that because I do think she did. She was like, oh yeah, Caroline Sandbury really wants to invite people important to her, which I think is a fair thing for a wedding-related event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like something that you take that personally. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.
1: Um, It did seem like she told her, and I'll tell you why I appreciated the moment. As a messy person myself, it's always fun to see. (laughs) It's always fun to see how another fellow messy person can get out of being Mm. called. Um, She handled it with grace, class, humor. Uh, I thought she did a good job. I mean, she clearly started some shit and was, like, being called out for and denying it. But, like, if you can do that in a charming way you know that's great
0: <laughs> and the truth is like Caroline probably would have said that but she technically didn't right but it's still like probably true um, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> Nina shoots the whole conversation down was like you guys if you want to talk about this that's fine but it's not going to be at my dinner and it's like okay well Nina you're not bringing anything to this table except for my Sage girl. so
1: you should frankly be lucky <laughs> I know. It's like, what do you want us to talk about? Like, your family and stuff? We don't want to. Like, what was
0: the theme? Like, are we all supposed to hold a crystal up to the moon? Like, what were you planning for this party?
1: Because (laughs) it has to be way less interesting than what's actually happening. Don't you love the person that's like, please, girls, no drama. Not tonight. Anything but drama. Like, I love that cast member. Not at my event. (laughs)
0: I love the like the stakes of, like, I don't want to get into a conversation at this event. This is, like, something that Beverly Hills is really known for. Like, I yes. have a, an opening for Kyle by Shahidi.
1: Please, no, <laughs> please no drama there. Um, <laughs> please, not at my T-shirt launch. Please. Right. <laughs> oh, I also
0: just want to say real quickly that, like, when they went in Beverly Hills to uh, uh, Sutton's whatever Frenchman designer launched. Um, and Doreen was like, how dare she have a step and repeat? How could she possibly have media here? Does she know what I went through? I was like, Drew I want to give you a lot of grace for what happened to you, but like, girl, nobody's thinking about you like that.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like,
0: Agreed. She's not going to have media at her public event because of you. Like, don't walk the step and repeat then. Yeah. You have to answer
1: questions. It's pretty easy. Yeah, don't come in high whore drag <laughs> to the event. Right. Oh, Lord, um, I'm
0: really struggling with read in a way that I, like, can't really get into because it's bordering on problematic, but I, <laughs> I won't get into it. We'll talk um, and not to say that I don't think what happened, I don't think, I know there are a lot of people who don't think that in was real, and I do, mm-hmm. And I also want to, like, be graceful towards, like, the trauma that she's experiencing. But also it's, like, there are just some things where I feel like, okay, you're doing a little too much. And this has nothing to do with your break-in. That's all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. It's to She's always going to take it up a notch. Exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: So what happens? Okay, so basically the episode ends with Sarah trying to break it down and trying to, like, figure out what happened. Okay. Caroline Stanberry, did you say that you were only going to invite important people? No, I didn't say that. Okay. Caroline Brooks, did you say that to Chanel? No, I didn't. Chanel. Okay, case closed. And Chanel's like, no, but she did say that to me.
1: <laughs> so not <laughs> case closed. And, um, um, and then Caroline's, of course, is still like, and we had fun. <laughs> yes. So much fun. <laughs> oh, So, yeah, I just, I,
0: I really thought that was so funny. Caroline's like, yeah, I, you know, I... Carolyn Sanders didn't say that. That was from me, not from her. But, you know, there's always, like, 50% truth to all of this. So, yeah. Um, what did you think about the
1: premiere overall? Um, honestly killed it. Like, all of my trying to, like, avoid be- connecting to this went right out the door. I'm involved. I'm <laughs> attached. I'm invested. My heart, the heart wants what you know? it wants. And, you know. It's like, I can't deny this goddamn network. Like, this, Bravo is my K Fed, by the way. Ah! <laughs> and I keep letting him back in. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, before we
0: end, briefly, I just want to talk about something that's been going on. The internet's been hot source of debate. Mm. Um, I guess the MTV Awards are airing soon, mm. maybe this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was announced that Bethany Frankel was going to be getting like the reality TV. I don't know what the title is, but like iconic person in reality TV, right? Mm-hmm. uh Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like what is Bethany's impact really? Like outside of skinny girl, something that I know y'all aren't still dying because every time I go into a liquor store, that shit is dusty. Every bottle's mm-hmm. dusty. Um, what like how do you even say that she is more impactful than Tiffany New York Pollard or even NeNe Leaks, like what are the requirements here?
1: <laughs> okay, you know that I'm a Bethany apologist, so this was like a good question for me. You know that yeah, you plan this well and you're a good- po- you're a good podcaster Thank um you. <laughs> yeah, as an apologist, if I had to say, I think that Bethany. Like, even though there are other, like, reality stars that have more of, like, a cultural impact, like Tiffany, for sure, you can't deny Tiffany's, like, cultural impact and, like, the way she's infiltrated, like, every decade, every generation, basically, like, of youth culture and, like, internet language, and, like, it's just crazy. Like, Tiffany is everything. That's just such a good example. But I think as far as, like, the blueprint of what's possible for a reality star, even just the way that they're perceived, I think sure. Bethany is the blueprint. Like, the the idea that a reality star can, like, be even perceived the way that, that, that a lot of them are perceived in, quote, business, um, I think she's the blueprint in that way. And also, like, the Greek chorus thing, like, I think the way that she approached reality TV was, like, very unique for the time. And then it just kind of became, like, well, you need, like, a Bethany kind of person on each cast. Of a show.
0: Yeah. But, like, what about her impact in the past few years? Because even though Nene and Tiffany have basically been out of just as much out of the game as Bethany has, the impact is still far greater. Like, I would imagine that there are a lot of people who say, like, a Nene leaks quote, not having any idea of where it came from, you know?
1: Like, it's.
0: And I don't think Bethany has that impact.
1: Yeah, I I get what you mean. Like, it's really hard to argue. I don't know. That is really difficult. But I also think that people who infiltrate, like, like, there are some reality stars who infiltrate meme culture. Like, I think Nini has infiltrated meme culture, which which in a lot of ways makes it feel more, like, every day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, the impact of Nini Leaks is so, it's in your phone. Like, it's literally in your keyboard. Oh, yeah. You know, so like that's, yeah, you're right. I get what you mean, for sure. Okay,
0: well, thank you, as long as (laughs) right?
1: That's all, that's
0: all I needed. Um, (gasps) Thank you so much for doing this. Tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me and giving me an excuse to watch the premiere. I was going to anyway, but I probably would have put it off for a while. So I thank you. Um, And yeah, you can find me, I have a podcast called Beyond the Blinds. That I host with my friend Kelly Williams, and I host another podcast by myself called Dunzo that Kara's been on ninety million times. If you want to go and listen to some of those episodes, and yeah, uh, you can find me on the internet just mostly at Dunzo Pod. And yes, you can just Google things. Google
0: Troy McKeevy and <laughs> resume, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you so much. You're always a dear. Thank you again.
1: And you have a great day. I love you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye.